Hey, what's up, man? We're back. It's first smoke of the day, episode 63. Pat God, your host. I'm here with my co-host, Blackleaf. What up? And today we're in the Alien Labs offices with our man, Ted. The Alien wonderful Labs. Sacramento, California. Come on, man. <laughs> Fucking great to have you guys up here, man. Dude, That's great sick. to be here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for all coming on, dude. All the fire. Sacramento has fire, bro. You guys were able to get in like a bunch of sick episodes because Sacramento, there's nowhere like Sacramento right now, bro. There's really not. Like all the sickest brands are from Sac. And Definitely. they represent Sac. And they Heavy. rep. Oh, yeah, we rep. I mean, you got Preferred Gardens, Blueprint, Green Dog, fucking Connected, Alien Labs, Highs and Burns up here. He's having a moment. Fucking Doja, obviously, is, you know, mm-hmm. from here. Um, I mean, that's all there is, you know, for quality. I mean, there's a few other guys, but like a concentration of fucking growers like that, man, it's crazy. So. Thanks for coming up and showing absolutely. some love to our city. Dude, absolutely. You know? And we dropped the episode before, but we knew it was only right. We got to get you on the video. Yeah, like, we had to do a video. A few people sure. said don't, don't to not let you smoke too much. <laughs> they did. Let me get going. Because I got too high last time. I've been smoking way more lately, though. And when I came down, I think that was like, I had a weird fucking like my heart. It was anxiety, but my heart was like beating funny. So I quit for a little bit. And then when you quit. It's so hard to get back into. Like weed is just so fucking potent, dude. Like you can't feel drunk. It's a real drug. Yeah. Like I forget that weed's a real drug because <laughs> when you're smoking it like all the time, you don't get high like that. You get high for sure, but it isn't like debilitating. Yeah. It doesn't, if like, you fuck take your a whole tolerance day. break and then smoke like a giant fucking joint, you're fucking high, dude. You're like drunk. Yeah, for sure. I mean, your weed's too good, bro. You gotta dumb it that down. Is one you gotta thing, dumb dude. it down. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever didn't get high off Alien Labs. I mean, bro, and we just smelled such a crazy flavor. That purple Urkel smell oh, that's been missing yeah, from the market crazy. for for so long. You know what's crazy is we put that out like that came out. Fuck, like in May. Really? Okay. And I mean, it could have been June, but. Uh, anyway, I'm seeing a lot of purple oracle crosses coming. Like just my boys posting, you know, just our the the team posting purple oracle crosses. I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, that terp has been missing, you know. And it's a great terp. Mm-hmm. It just shit falls out of style, you know. But ten years later, shit more than that for perps. Like sixteen years later, you know, you bring it back and people are like, oh, this is fire, and it's powerful. You too high as shit. Like in a good way, like a true indica. I know it's not like people say don't indica and sativa isn't really the thing anymore, you know, but language is fluid, dude. Like when I say indica and sativa, you guys know what the fuck I mean. And that's what human language is, you know, like I don't care. Like the cultivar thing, Mm -hmm. like cool, I get it. But like strain is works just as good because when I say strain, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, and that's all language is made for is just to fucking communicate, you know. What are you guys smoking? I'm smoking this RS37. The 37. Which smells crazy. <sighs> smells crazy for What's sure. What's RS stand for? That's the Rainbow Sherbet. Rainbow Sherbet. Rainbow Sherbet so 37. 37 was one that they found that they weren't uh, too pumped on. I think uh, Wizard Trees found it in his initial hunt. All the numbers like were originally from Wizard Trees. <laughs> I think I could be wrong about that, but um, in the 37, they weren't too hot on uh, Doji gave it to us, but I, th- I like it. I think it's pretty good. It smells great. You get, when they popped it open, <sighs> what'd you, you light up? 
This is Skittles. In a nice ass joint. Yeah, Christian rolls up, dude. A lot of rollers these days. What do you yeah, think about that? I love it because I don't roll good. I'm learning though. Like I've been learning how to roll better. I've been practicing like every day. Because I always grew up, I grew up rolling blunts. That's how it was so for all of much us. easier to roll a blunt. What type? I grew up smoking grape swishers. Like that's what everyone smoked really back then. You know, I'd go buy like a case of the five packs and I'd roll up like two packs and smoke like 10 blunts in a day, which is just disgusting when I think about it now. I'm like, ugh, what was I thinking? But then we backwoods came along. I don't know when, but the transition to backwoods became a thing and swishers were no longer. But now we smoke brothers broadleaves, bro. Shout out to brothers in Florida. You know, those guys are cool shit. They smoke hella weed. They made the best blunts, in my opinion, the best tobacco wraps. Have you guys had tried the brothers? I've seen them, but I've never tried one. I've seen people cut them out. Tallahassee. No, they're in Tampa Bay, I think. But uh, yeah, they source like Nicaragua and uh, Cuban uh, tobacco. So nice. Every single one, no holes. Like backwoods quality control went down the drain. You could buy a pack of backwoods and you're lucky to get one. That's good. They have holes in them. Fucking the veins go, uh, you know, horizontal through the wrap on the brothers. Like they check everyone. I've never had a faulty brothers. So shout out to brothers Rodleys, man. And thanks for the care packages. They'll be sending me shit. Yeah. Wow. Production versus care and what the end users get. Yeah. People will literally pull those broad leaves out and then like, it's like a cigar maker. They start to cut out their leaf, yeah, find exactly. the vein. It's, it's a process. It's cool. Is that shit good in the 37? I haven't even smoked it yet. I just like the smell quick. on it. Yeah, the Skittles is fucking going crazy. Is the 37 uh, available on the market? Is that something that hits out or is that no, just... No, they don't. These were just our first tester runs. So mm -hmm. like we usually... I take a lot of them, you know, Caleb, he takes a bunch and we give them out to the homies, fucking show them off and shit. But um, Connected and Doja are going to drop the RS-11 collab in the rec market, which there is an RS in the rec market that I've seen. Mm -hmm. um, and this is pretty good. This we did. It, it came out really well, uh, especially for the first run. Um, and then I might put out the 37. It's pretty good. Um, I'm waiting to do a collab with Dio because we've been talking about that for a long time and he's got a bunch of new shit. That's pretty, pretty good. Um, so I might not put it out just to wait for the collab with them because that's my homie, you know, shout out to Dio killing it. That's a cool clash of flavors. Yours and his. That's a crazy yeah, it's combo. Just a good mat. It's a good mix because we don't I've never followed trends. So like we don't have anything that's like candy, you know, and that's like what their his strains are is like candy. So RSs are like candy. So it'd be cool to get something candy on the menu, you know, just because I know people like that shit, but I've just never been one to follow trends. Like mm -hmm. we set out to do what we set out to do. Like we put the purple Oracle cross the Y2K out and I've seen a bunch of people starting to play with that. And then the OG, I brought back lemon fuel and I've seen a lot of people bringing back OGs right now, which I mean, dude, exotic is rare, you know? So like to me right now, a good OG is like the most exotic shit you can really get. <laughs> That lemon fuel is such a great exotic. Oh, that too. lemon fuel is fucking <laughs> fire, dude. It wants to burn your nostrils. It's like inviting, but then it burns you. I love that. That's nose burning terps is like what I like, bro. Mm -hmm. Like the real gas, you know? People say everything's gas nowadays, but the real gas is like that fucking OG stick your nose in the jar and it's like, oh, fuck, it's good, but ugh, it hurts my nose. Any strains recently that you just wish you had back? 
that you're like, God, if we had this back in the mix right now. There's this purple skunk that we used to run. It was like the craziest strain because it made me giggle. It was just such a giggly weed. And I feel like giggly weed isn't really around anymore. <laughs> and it could be the tolerance. Yeah. Like maybe like giggles go away after you smoke so much that your fucking brain doesn't even register that you're getting high anymore. <laughs> but um, I just, I really like that. And then just some of the old OG cuts we had, man, we had every sick OG cut and we didn't, it's hard. back in the day. I mean, the reason that strains are gone is because everyone is moving from fucking garage to garage. We, most people didn't even have a mom room. Like, so now it's sick because we have tissue culture lab. We have fucking a sick mom room. That's not going to get fucking raided. Like maybe get broken into like it has been, but it'll never, you know, we'll have that shit forever. So I've been just collecting, uh, shit like, uh, Luke, the other founder of connected, he has been going crazy, getting hella shit is paying big money for fucking cuts, you know? So if you got a cut that's you've held, Hit me up, hit up bro. Luke. <laughs> hit up, hit me up. I'll connect you with Luke. If Luke likes it, bro, he'll come cash you out. But you know, that's part of having a good. We had like pretty good what we call like germplasm, which is like just starts, you know. Um, because we've had all the six strains forever. But now I'm like, you know, we want to diversify our fucking um diversify our offerings, you know, and, and for that you kind of need like different shit. Yeah, you know. What's a QC day look like for you? Like, what's like, run us through like what a QC day is for you, bro. Yeah. And the, that's and so the, cool. And the like equipment you guys in, invest in. And yeah. So we have, okay. So for QC, like batch, batch QC, it'll be like every Tuesday and sometimes Fridays. And we go to the distro and uh, my two boys, Je- Jesse and uh, Jay, who's butt of all colors on Instagram, they set it up for us like fucking, um, all the strains that came in that month they set them in like these stainless steel uh like serving trays i think is what they they are and um they we go in and we have the sheet and it, there's four different qualities that we're looking for like with a visual inspection so it's um color smell uh structure moisture and trim job so actually that's five and each one gets a score out of five if it doesn't hit a tw- if it doesn't hit 22 or higher um or 22 or below whatever like you have to give it a second look like most of the time a 22 or below like just won't pass so that's only 3 points off like perfect. you know perfect yeah um and then we have a subline for uh, alien it's called misfits and for connecting it's called b sides and like if something there's a few different like so if it's just not just not hitting that high of a mark, but like it's pretty good still, it's just like maybe not colorful or um, that's pretty much it. It's Most like an eight or a nine out of ten. Yeah, if it's like a seven or an eight out of ten, mm-hmm. it goes into misfits or B-sides. And then if it's like a, you know, one through six or mm-hmm. seven, um, sometimes sevens, you know, it'll go to the bulk market. So just like only thing that goes in the jars are like nines and tens and then the... Uh, the Misfits label right now is banging though, because people just like people don't have money right now, man. Yeah, it's to, affordable. You gotta have options. Yeah, people don't have money right now to really buy, you know, fucking sixty, seventy dollar eights. Like, and people want to experience the brand. So the the Misfits are like forty five, I think, an eighth, which is a really good uh, value. 
and that's the key. It's still grown by Alien Labs. You yeah, know what I'm still saying? Fire, like, still the strains you want to smoke because there's a lot of brands out there right now that just don't have strains. They don't have six strains. They're growing lemon cherry gelatos or fucking, which you know is fine. Lemon cherry gelatos popping like people like the shit. Um, but that's really at at the budget. It's like wedding cake, fucking lemon cherry, weird sativas. You know, shit like that. So it's cool to be able to. And Oreos. Uh, I'll put testers in the Misfits sometimes, too. Like, we just did this. Uh, there was a couple Finos of Biscotti BX that we we, we made a Biscotti BX. So we took RC-14 and the um, RC-25, which were, like, a few of the original Biscotti Finos. And we crossed them. And there was, like, a bunch of good ones. But there was like two that were really good. One went out for connected. And then uh, I was like, yeah, like I like this. We don't really have anything gelato on mm-hmm. our menu. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's try it out. It came out. I was like, this is good, but like I'm kind of over gelato. And um, let's just put it in Misfits. And it all went into Misfits. And everyone was hitting me like, yo, this is so fucking fire. Like we need this, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. going to put it back out. <laughs> But um, yeah, so, the Misfits line's sick. So you go and you go through almost a checklist in person. You're looking over the strains. You're you're br- I'm, you're breaking them up a little bit. Like like what's that day like? And you're you basically yeah. And then they have they have eights set aside for us that we take home and smoke and fucking. So you just check it out. You inspect it. You inspect it in the eighth jar. Just how the customer would get it. You inspect it like they take like a ounce, um, just blindly so you can see the nug assortment. That's what's in the in the platter so you can see they separate it into what we call a's b's and c's like if there's not a good ratio of like a's to b's to c's like that'll be another reason why it won't pass like if it's only b's and c's or it's only c's like so size what structure is size you know like if it's a bad structure like it's not going to go out just so no small nugs go out Mm. and shit you know um so then yeah we take the eighths we smoke them fucking if it's smoking good you know it'll pass things everything everything uh everything doesn't pass you know for Mm -hmm. sure but for the most part like a lot of batches pass sometimes like a batch come in and it was like it was this dry like it'll have like a musky smell like that won't pass you know it'll that'll go to bulk there's just reasons why shit'll go different places but um we have pretty fucking rigorous qc it's always caleb or, or caleb and i we both do it but we do it separately so we don't influence our decisions and then also jesse and jay they um they do a scoring too so then an email gets sent out when it's all done and we see like everyone's score and they're all pretty much like it is insanely crazy to me how often we are all scoring something the same like or just within one point but you know pretty much the same like it'll be like oh everyone scored this a 19 or everyone scored this a 23 or everyone two people scored it a 22 and two people scored it a 23 you know because at first, like we we that was happening at first, and we were all kind of sharing our scores while we were doing it and talking about it and shit. And we were like, "Are these scores coming out like this because we're talking about it, or is this just like the way that it is?" And so we start we started doing it independently, where each of us do it at a different time. And sure enough, like the scores were just fucking right there with each other, pretty crazy. Wow, yeah, it's real interesting. I mean, I, people and, love to hear. And that. then you pretty much have. I mean, that's basically software you're using. That is your what you're you're typing in what your your vote is for the score. The different. No, it's just uh, like an Excel spreadsheet that and you just like put Jesse it in. Okay. just put it in there, and then it adds up the scores at the end. You know, and absolutely. Fucking, so and then so you guys were just cross examining in the beginning, and then 
What'd you do? Just like wait for a moment of time to go by and then now it's like compare. a two, it's like a two and a half hour window or whatever. So we'll go to each of us go at a different time. And then at the when they send the scores back, you know, we talk about it. And there's a place for notes. So like, all right, now it's like, damn, this is a fire fucking batch. Um, and then like the um we just had a batch of atomic apple that was like insanely good. And since they all come from different facilities with different employees and shit, like I'll always like shout them out if it's a good batch like yo fucking this was one of the best batches that this place has had like good job you know because the growers see the scores too so they can kind of yep adjust Mm -hmm. you know so then from the excel spreadsheets the email blast goes out to just like everyone involved everyone involved in qc that's it it's like me caleb jesse jay nicole who does the uh like the batching and shit for metric and then um the head growers of each the facilities that we have so there's three of those and that's real structure. I mean, that's real business. That's why when people say corporate, like it's like it means basically like having a structure yeah. from the top down. And it's like everyone's in the know that needs to know. And yep. like you said earlier, you're like, man, it's a lot of meetings to get everybody on the same page. Yeah, to get, I mean, you that's know. the like meta, right? It's like you, it's a different path. Like, so you, there's cannabis companies that don't need to have this structure, but like, if you don't create this and you don't get a framework about it, like when you go to a different straight, a different state, like how are they going to do it? Mm. Like I can't go. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to go to every batch in every state, but like we're about to be in five states, like, you know, or whatever, like Florida drops in October. So that'll be our third state. But then we have two right after. So like that right there, each one of traveling, you couldn't even do it, no. you know? So you have to create like a structure, um, to fucking do this type of shit. That's like what scaling is. It's like taking what you're doing and being able to do it anywhere with any setup. So like I was telling you guys, like I, I think it's just a different, what we're trying to do here is be like the biggest cannabis company that's known for quality. Um, and I sometimes get frustrated because that is not easy. Like, dude, everything that we've learned, like, dude, I mean, 150 lights, like, Mm -hmm. would be a fucking walk in the park, dude. You know what I mean? It's like, we're, and and I think also it'd be, like, occasionally more fulfilling at, at the time, right? Because you're getting, hey, this shit is so fucking fire. Like, a smaller footprint is not, not easy by any means, but it's easier, you know, so... In the short game. In the short game, right. So in state have more to advantages. State, state to state. Whole other monster oh, to take on. Even, and that's the thing. Like, I'm we're thinking here, like, we're gonna be in a ton of states. You know what I mean? And like it's hard to figure that out without just jumping into it. Like there there is no like playbook like for cannabis, you Brand know, like new industry. We're, we're writing that. The future generations and the future brands that mm-hmm. will do what we're trying to do at the scale we're trying to do it true multi-state operators will have learned from us just like they did with the brands you know what i mean because like when we came out with the brands like there wasn't really brands like it was so a lot of the things that we've done have been adopted by the people that came into the industry after us you know and i think the scale like is the exact same thing you know people are going to go okay they you know it took this it did this they had to do this like they're going to think about it and they're going to look at it and say, and, and I want that to be the thing. Like, yeah, like alien labs and connected kind of taught everyone how to scale quality, you know? 
So that's just kind of like my vision for, I just want to be, we want to be, you know, Caleb and I are very fucking in line with this. Like we want to be the best cannabis company at scale, like simply, you know, push boundaries. It's like, yeah. uh, what do you think about seeing like burner on, on the front of Forbes? I mean, that pushes that the industry crazy. forward, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's I it's with, interesting. I love, I love uncle Gilbert, man. I like that guy a lot. Like we're, you know, we, we had our differences. Uh, you know, he fucking, you know, whatever he's done in business aside, I know people are probably going to eviscerate me for saying he's a good guy, but he actually is like, just as a human being, he's a good guy. Yeah. When you meet him, he's, he's not an ill willed person. No, it's just like in business, bro. People do shit like, Hey, business is a sport. And uh, business, when you, you lace know? up the cleats and get on that field, shit can go down. Yep. And if you're on the opposing team or at any point, mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it's like you just said, like talk about playbooks is that the playbook is go. being wrote. And it's cookies. All right, you, know, shit, we, you know, cookies wasn't a brand when we started, but it was like a something. It was cookies. You know, they were like making clothes. It wasn't like a weed brand, but it was like a, you know, it was a thing. It was like a collective mm-hmm. of people that were doing it. So, you know, a lot of the shit they did, like everyone that came up after them, you know, like kind of looked at as damn. Okay. Like I see what you're doing, you know, it leaves Even a me. footprint. Like yeah. the blueprint of yeah. like the blueprint. You know, Think of that magazine circulating, <laughs> you know, and it's either either way for all the industry. For it's always just interesting where the industry is going and how fast it's moving. And like, then you see, you know, there's so many people that saw that magazine that give a shit about cannabis or like, you yeah. know, that normally wouldn't enter their daily scope. Now they're like the cover of Forbes. You know, it's just another added win for anyone in cannabis who chose his career. Yeah, you know, it's, it's huge. Interesting. That's just the mainstreaming of it, you know, and yeah. we have guys like Burner to thank for that, for sure. And so many guys behind it producing like you guys, too, man. So much growing, so much strain hunting, so much breeding. You guys don't drop. You rarely drop hype strains or strains that are in the market that aren't Alien Labs branded or like. Yeah, their own. no, we I haven't for a long time. Yeah. But I would, though, like, I don't mind doing it like it's just I haven't found anything. That was crazy fire in the seeds that i popped recently mm-hmm. but like i don't i would for sure like i got mad love for a lot of the breeders archives of my homie masonic fucking i like the shit he's popping and making um there's a lot of good breeders out there we just popped a bunch of exotic genetic shit actually it was pretty fire like we did uh red pop cross with gary payton mm. um apples or no uh red pop and damn oh we did do red pop x apples and bananas but that was from compound um which there were some cool ones in there and then we did uh apples and bananas crossed with white runts there's some interesting shit in there um but again just like nothing that i was like yeah this should i mean it, not that it wasn't fire probably anyone there was probably a few in there that were anyone's keeper but our menu is like really like diverse mm-hmm. like the alien labs menu has a lot of diversity in it because that the rec market is so much different. Like that's what they want. They don't want 10 variations of fucking the same shit. You know, they really don't. They want like a chem type strain and a fucking sativa type strain and the fucking, that's why for us, you got like atomic apple, Y2K, Gemini, fucking baklava, you know, they're all pretty different. And that's because the rec market customer just wants variety in a different way. They want to be, familiar with what they know so like og kush crosses and one of the top selling strains in california is super silver haze which crazy to me 
You even know? still, wow. Even still, yeah. That's because indoor started in you Holland, know the bro. Top selling strain in fucking <laughs> dude. Who are you? What are you guys from think the top selling strain is in cannabis in in the rec market in California? I'm gonna have no. to give these guys a shout out. Yes, please. I mean, it's Probably not purple fuck punch. It. No, no. It's cereal milk from Cannabiotics. Not oh, the shit. real, not the real cereal milk that we know. Even though yeah. I think they maybe dropped theirs first, but like not the cookie cereal milk. Mm. Cereal milk from Cannabiotics, and it is not close. The second fucking one is not close, dude. Which is crazy. It's like, okay, wow, you guys are really killing it. Wow, cereal milk from Cannabiotics. Mm-hmm. Never smoked it once. Don't know anyone who has. <laughs> I have two of the original packs of seeds um, from all their first drop. Every like a bunch of their Did stuff. They drop like the sh- seeds. Yeah, yeah, they drop seeds of it through. Uh, God, yeah, I'm blanking on the person's name who, but it's it's their partners. You know, that's yeah, the guy, yeah. the what, grower. What's the cross? I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. They did a bunch of gas crosses like Monte Carlo OG times. Uh, they did a bunch of just gas on gas, gas on gas. And I knew they had the real cuts because who they are and everything. Yeah. Um, and then they did a cereal milk. And I had asked him originally. I did have the confusion as too. But then he explained it. Limited trees genetics. Limited trees genetics. Okay. So right. limited yeah, yeah, yeah. trees genetics. Who's there? You know, and it was interesting too, because we dropped a thizzle. And then they, we had a little bit of a bump bump with them with oh, about that because they he had one. Did. And yeah, okay. If two you know people that do goes. it, you might be. And know, it was the same name. So. But, but yeah, cereal milk, they do one. I, I bought two packs of seeds. I'm still holding on to from that original. Well, What's the genetics, you know? Or, I don't, man. It's, uh, I, I'm, I can literally picture the label they, in my head, but they used to put out a strawberry lemonade. Yeah, yeah that's right. That was strawberry lemonade. That was nameless too. They did. Which was like nameless used to have a bunch of flavors out. A lot of brands. Nameless was fire. Are they still around? I don't know. I like the Mega Glue, Mega OG. The Mega Wellness OG. Yeah. That was fire. Yeah, the Mega Wellness OG. It's time for them to make their comeback, bro. OG, (laughs) dude. That's like critical. Look how much of a market share critical had when we went out, when it was the bag improved. That was like, I was blown away by how hard they were. But BHO is dead as fuck. That's why you guys crushed it with them for a while. Oh, yeah. I love all that shit. Lemon Fuel OG, BHO from Critical is like, Top five on streets ever, but BHO's dead, man. Yeah, BHO's this dead. guy's always like, Bring BHO. I know, this fucker, I know, you love your BHO, dude. Dog. But it's just it. in, dude, I mean, no, no, in no, the market, no. like, I still like it too. I have a, I bought an ounce of Elephant's Growth, uh, mm-hmm. OG diamonds from West Coast Alchemy, or I didn't buy it from him, he gave it to me. Uh, literally, he really did. Shout out to shout out to my boy. That's the big hookup. Um, yeah, bro, he's fucking. I miss that guy. He's always hooking me up with shit. What do you think of it? So full oh, fire as fuck. And so, would you have bought that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's not. But I dead, wouldn't but... have bought it. Okay. <laughs> you okay. know, like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have been like, oh, eight. no. I mean, I did. I hit him up mm-hmm. to buy it. So yeah, I mean, I did. He ended up giving it to me, but I was like, yo, can I fucking? what the fuck what's up you know like I, that looks fire and uh, i love ogbho like ogbho that's you know good shit like i didn't end up smoking a lot of it though i've been just my throat is used to live resin now i feel like so it's like or live rosin the rosin is. yeah um and it just didn't it's like a little like bitey yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like abrasive diamonds too throat. is like the upper end of abrasive yeah. too but like when you Fire romanticize them. it it's like southern humble turf farm skittle oh, you so know good. remember those like that's when i when you think bho not the yeah. cr seed stuff you oh, see I'd today fucking, what i would do is i'd have a big <clears throat> jar of skittle sauce and then i'd take whatever fucking uh 
like flour I was smoking <laughs> and or whatever rosin I was smoking and I'd dip it in there. You oh, know? golly, bro. That's the, that's the ticket, man, dude. So, so, uh, favorite movie of Roll all time, Ted. Oh, you're a big question. movie guy. You're a big comic book guy. If you could pick one Island Island strength, you go, you can only oh, get one. I don't, I seriously have no clue. I really don't dark Knight. <laughs> okay. With the Joker. That was a good one. That's up there for sure. So you guys, you grew the Z. Yeah. From, dude. Such a bright smell. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, um, one strain to smoke for the rest of your life. OG. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. I've been smoking OG Doesn't since fuck I was with like your anxiety? Hell yeah. Do- no. Doesn't ra- get you racy? Well, it definitely gets me high, which sometimes can do that. And like the other strain, I would say is Skittles, but I feel like it doesn't really get me as high as I want to be. Like it, it works. There's effects there, but it doesn't get me high like I want to be, you know? Um. So OG does. OG gets me high like I want to be. I don't really get a good tolerance to it ever. Like I've been smoking that since I was in high school. Maybe not, but seems like it. I graduated high school in 2004, but I think that shit came out around like 2007, 2008-ish. So probably not, but since right around then, you know. Favorite flowers come out of rock wool, cocoa, or soil? What are you thinking for you, right? For you personally? Cocoa, for sure. Cocoa, yeah. Rock wool's cool, but it's just like... Mm-hmm. I feel like it affects the high. Um, like with Rockwell, I get like a high that peaks r- really close to like after you like right like when you're smoking it, you get like the peak of the high. But then like ten minutes later, like you're fucking sober, and it doesn't really translate. Like for that soil, I think is the best. Like soil weed to me keeps me high the longest. Um, and then cocoa just in the middle of those two. Mm-hmm. So you get like a powerful high, but then it also lasts a while. Yeah, man. And you get, I think, the best flavor out of cocoa. Uh, cool. Soil has great flavor, but it like changes the flavor. It's like makes it a little more earthy. Um, So that's good for OGs. And I think that's like why a lot of us really like to use your word, like romanticize the old school OGs mm-hmm. because they're grown with that fucking earth soil, which gave it that like earthier fucking you know, smell and taste. Yeah. Romanticize all these old school strains. Yeah. People are fucking loving to bring back the old school shit lately, man. What are you smoking on go to right now? The Skittles for sure. Yeah. Um, lemon fuel. I've been smoking a lot of lemon fuel. And then dude, we've been just testing so many new rosin flavors, like every selection that gets made, which like if we do a 300 and, um, you know, we start with 400, uh, different plant positions some depending on the breeder or whatever you lose a lot like last run we ended up with only 297 just super low it's it was a bad those are some breeders out those i lost like 40 as some popular breeders man it's just males or herms which i've come to expect but like over 50 percent herm rate is pretty bad yeah that's tough man like, whatever you get that in breeding what 50 percent like damn you probably didn't test those because if anyone got 50 percent, they would be like mm, probably not gonna release that i mean at least i wouldn't um and anyway fucking we all the selections which like there will be a lot like we go overboard with selections sometimes because i want to see it run the r&d room is one thing you know it's ran the same but plants there's something about the way plants grow like near a patch of each other like 
first of all, like the first clones off a seed aren't like always a good representation of what the plant's going to look like. Second of all, like genetic age plays a factor somehow. Don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but like an a fresh fresh plant off of a seed will grow differently than it does like a clone mom like six seven months later yeah like, and it's not like a big change but it's like you know it's it's significant so i like to select the main ones like i'll say okay there's like five of these that are pretty good and then those will go into the next stage which we call phase one where we'll grow like one to three pounds of them and that's when we select like what really is going to make it to the menu like in the real production rooms like the way they they're going to be grown you know and out of that, we'll freeze a thousand grams of each plant. And uh, Calia, shout out to Calia, they wash them for us. So like we have every, there'll be so many fucking flavors that come back, dude. Um, and I, I mostly smoke that shit because I like hash and uh, rosin. I think it's just like way more convenient. I like to smoke um, flour to like test shit and socially when I'm with the homies, you know. But for my like nightly when I'm at home, like or in bed, you know, mm-hmm. I got the Puffco on the nightstand, the proxy, <laughs> proxy in my hell purse, yeah. bro. Hell you know, man. proxy in my girl's purse in the movie theater. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. You just blow it down, dude. Blow it into your drink. Through the straw. You're good. Oh, man. I love Ted, Yo, bro. You got to make some Alien Labs cups now. That's a good idea, dude. Yeah. The secret stealth smoker. Cup, <laughs> dude. <laughs> The cup. What do you think about the new Puffco proxy? It's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's so fucking discreet. And then I feel like you get really good hits out of it. They actually just sent me a package uh with the bubbler, the and a uh um a bubble cap, a flower bowl, and something else, um which I forget what. Oh, like the travel pack for it. And the bubble cap, so shout out to Puffco, shout out to Roger, Kevin, yeah. can't wait for PuffCon, Chelsea, we love you guys. Um, with the bubble cap, it, it it rips pretty good normally, like it rips good, not as good as like the Peak Pro or whatever, but it rips good. Um, it's not, it's just like not as much smoke volume, so I shouldn't say it's not as good, but it's not as much smoke volume. Um, but with the bubble cap, it like rips, rips. So I was like taking hits of it thinking it was... I. I needed the amount that I usually needed. And I was like, oh shit, I got high as fuck off of that. It rips real good with the bubble cap. So if you don't have the bubble cap and the bubbler, the bubbler attachment, have you guys tried that? No. Mm. I, I don't know if it's out yet. Maybe it isn't, but. Um, Crazy or what? It just, like, I always took dry Puffco. I've always hit it dry, like, anyway, my Puffco. But I feel like the, um, and I hit it on red or white. So like I'm ripping the heat, you know, but with, with how close that is to your mouth, like it was a little too hot for me on, on those settings. So I was hitting on green. Um, but with the red, with the bubbler, like you just get fucking huge rips. It's nice. Such an innovative company. Yeah. And they are, man. Fuck big man. shout out to them for like opening a door for glass blowers too. I like it. in a, you know, where glass is kind of not where it was years ago, just like anything. And then now, Every single person who has a Puffco, now glass blowers are blowing their version of a custom piece for I mean, it's just epic, dude. Yeah, I such agree, an innovative man. piece and company. They're killing it over there. I'm really proud of that to see where they've come, dude. Because I mean, we were going to events and they had booths, you know, back in shit, maybe 2015, 2016. And um, you know, they had these batteries and they were 
vape batteries so it was like whatever i mean it, it might have been good but i have no clue i couldn't tell the difference between two vape batteries <laughs> you know you were one of the um, first companies with them yeah yeah so they'd give us them and i'd give them weed and they'd buy weed and i just we always repped each other and then to see them come out with that and just become like the biggest one of the biggest cannabis you know associated companies that is super you know they respect the culture, you know, they're outspoken about their social justice issues that they find, uh, you know, angering or, and I, I love them, man. They're good people over there. So shout out, shout out to them. Talk about PuffCon a little bit. That's coming up. Oh yeah. PuffCon October 2nd. Um, it's an event they do. That's like an invite. They invite the vendors that be there. So everyone there's like a friend or like, um, mostly friends of the, of the owners and the, in the main, you know, employees of the brand. And, uh, they, they set it up really sick. Like it's going to be like the ones I know off the top of my head, like talking Terps, um, Fidel's us, obviously, um, all my hats are dead elbow trichedelics um my trapeze designs which is my homie uh holy opal on instagram he they do hand dyed hand dyed stuff like last year at PuffCon, we dropped a t-shirt with them that he hand dyed like a hundred of them and they were so sick like still one of the sickest tees we've dropped it was like grateful dead inspired because the whole thing where the vendors are is called the lot which is like grateful dead inspired um, and I've, I've always like really liked the, the culture around the Grateful Dead, but I never like took part in it. So I kind of mm -hmm. felt like it was, I was posing to fucking make a Grateful Dead thing. Mm -hmm. But then when the lot came around, I was like, oh yeah, we can drop a fucking Grateful Dead tee finally. Cause they have this, like the skull is called a steely and they have this one where the, uh, head is like space in it and it has like earth and like a bunch of stars. So we kind of made a, a riff on that and it just, it was cool. Really cool clothes. I liked him or that shirt was sick, super near to my heart. The energy there is different too, man. Everyone was posting. It was wild. Looking oh, last that was year. like a real true, like cultural mm -hmm. fucking thing. Like yeah. everyone there is like, we, we care about this shit. There's no like, you know, corporations or uh, corporations. I don't want to like demonize that term, you know, but like, there's no like, fucking chads i mean i guess that's the best way to put it there's no like people that haven't been doing this or you know doing it for just more than a paycheck mm -hmm. um so it was great man i loved it i can't wait for this year's we're gonna be we'll have a bigger space this year and uh, we're gonna try to build out our arcade um our arcade plugs have been up here so it's we're trying to find new vendors that can help us out with it now so hopefully we can but yeah we're gonna try and do that and then We'll have some cool merch collabs with uh, Sacred Fruits, who's my homie. Um, it's crazy, bro. Uh, crazy. Have you seen those? Yes. Yeah, he's a man. Oh, he. It's a. It's a couple actually, and they're both fucking super cool. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna make a a shirt with them, and I love their mushrooms. I take them for every other day, you know, sometimes every third day. And I just love that too, man. They're fucking killing it. And I, I love to see new things and innovative things coming up, but also I love the product. So it's a nice little double whammy. It inspires me because they're always, dude, mushroom brands are sick. Like it reminds me of like early cannabis, mm -hmm. you know? And I think I know how it plays out. Like fucking that becomes the same thing as Prop 215, you know? And the people that were doing it early are the ones that are hopefully, you know, be able to go on to lead the pack.
And to me, Sacred Fruits have just nailed it. There's a couple other brands I really like, Myco, Oakland too, but mm-hmm. Sacred Fruits has, uh, they just nailed the packaging, the fucking everything. You know, the quality of the product is just insane. People are so passionate. I see how you can say it resembles cannabis because the guys that are in it, it's the same with like spores and holding different spores for strains. And it it literally is like the same web of like, there's now we're breeding this with this. And I want to create that in 10 years to think how, what, just like where people are like, there'll be never 40% THC mushrooms in 10 years are going to be so crazy. Oh yeah. It's going to be like fucking, they're going to be tested and (laughs) I already saw a mushroom test. I was like, damn, that makes sense. Those were fucking uh, like potent. Like I understand it, but I don't get it. So like, I I couldn't tell if it was potent or not, but like, I was like, oh, that, that seems like a high number for like one, one or a 0.1 capsule, you know, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that progresses, man. I've seen like concentrates now and gummies and fucking tea bags, which I thought was a sick, sick product, Uh, fruit roll-ups, a lot Mm -hmm. of different things. Do you think there's such thing as aliens? <laughs> yeah, I do for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things to me. Like, how could you not think there are such things as aliens? You know, you'd have to be naive. You'd have to be naive. Yeah. yeah. And be like, oh, okay. So there's this whole big ass thing out there that you can see at night, but there's nothing else but us. Bro, those okay. pilots doing the USA, uh, David Fravor. Oh, yeah. And then all these pilots coming out talking about, we see these things pop up all the time off of Virginia Beach and off of San Diego Coast. And we know, we don't know what they are, but they look like a cube and crazy. That's going crazy, right? Yo. <laughs> yeah, that Put is like play. some of the new, uh, that's uh, the new Direct recipe. Needs this. That's the new recipe. That's What's that? What are you smoking? What's that? The, the Z. Yeah. Oh, that's Little. the Z with a rip tip. Woo. That's smoking, bro. Makeshift uh, rolled up. I'm still learning how to roll. Yeah, these. we've been working but that's on the, the perfect J. We just some fire with a rip tip. Oh, and yeah. Element the element changes the size wide. Crank. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. 100%. Tell, um, the elements, though, this is the thing. It's hard to find the right elements, which are the ones that aren't the slim, uh, slim. So they're like the wide ones king you size guys smoke. Wide, yeah. Cause like oh, even king that size wide, that's yeah. the one. I mean, the, I watch these guys and I'm like, what are you smoking? Some of these tips, like this is a bigger one, but some of these tips are big. Yeah. So you need the, I get the 11s. Those are the huge. No, they're the small ones. We had the nines, tens, 11s, and 12s. And we've been well, going they're through not each small. One. They're like eighth size. Mm-hmm. I think that's the 12. Yeah, 12's like 12 and 11 are pretty much, it's hard to tell the difference. I don't even know. Is it diameter or length? Oh, yeah, it's got to be diameter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely changes the smoke, which tripped me out. Like, at first, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a normal glass tip. And then I was like, I'm like choking up halfway through the, it, it hits more like a, ha- a hash hole. Yeah, definitely. It just has that wide opening, you know, yeah. just like makes more, it controls it, the air. It does two things too, like. That wide of a surface area allows your cannabis to burn better. Plus, you get all the airflow through it, which is acts as another thing that allows your cannabis to burn better, you know? So, yeah, I like those rip tips. It's more of like a cigar experience. Yeah. I like that. It's just a super Rather than like a cigarette. Experience. Yeah, exactly. You know, if there's like a comparison. But um, this talk, office. Talk about... um the branding and like the clothing and stuff did you have any brands or anything before alien no, labs uh well yeah me and my boy scott and a couple of my other friends in like fuck like high school maybe like ninth grade or 10th grade we had a brand called revolution it was r-e-v-i-l-l-u-t-i-o-n 
and the logo is like a two R's like back to back or like stylized or whatever. But and we made we gathered money that we had and we made shirts and like people loved them. But it was just like too much. We didn't know it. You know, it's hard out of the hometown when you're just kids. I mean, yeah. we we're literally kids, but well, that's dope. So you I made some I shirts and stuff. And, yeah. And then we made some shirts and like, um, that was it. We sold them. Like people loved them, never did anything else with it. And then, yeah, man, like we started, I just have always understood shit really well. So like when I see something and I, and I can see what's, I can see how things play out. Like that's what I feel like my, like really good skill is is i can see how things are going to play out right Mm -hmm. so um when i went to san francisco when i moved there and i saw all these weed stores but they were like giving shit in like bags like this and they like write the strain on it i was like there's no way this is how it's going to be like it's going to turn into as more and more people adopt this shit it's going to turn into something that's like everything else Mm -hmm. you know fucking nice packaging like elevated look like brands you know so um yeah i went back i moved to sacramento and i started working at a weed shop called all about wellness in like 2009 and um i saw like some of the first branded shit come in the first branded thing that i remember coming in was this company called bang i think it was when prop 19 it was like the year before prop 19 which i'm not sure uh when when that was but he there was a company called bang and it was the owner that, and the the founder that came in tried to sell it to us because that's like how it was back there and it was like hash chocolate that was really fucking good like this guy was a chocolatier that thought that prop 19 was going to pass and he made a product that he thought would fit in like a macy's or like a like a high-end shop you know and it was nice man it came in like a cardboard box like the inside have like a silver like like a super nice chocolate bar you'd get it like a fucking liquor store in sf you know the ones like i forget what they're called like lindell mm-hmm. or yeah, lint yeah. lint that's what it's called yeah and you're talking about bang b-h-a-n-g right yeah man bang bars right yeah yeah this was the first we were the first store to carry them edible yeah and they were the first like fully branded like super sick product that i remember um they you know little by little more started coming in like i remember another one called big shirley's root beer and it was this big old fucking dude named shirley big shirley that was his name he was <laughs> big as she was a biker he was big as shit dude and uh he had root beer that was fire man and it, his logo was like a a uh like a wild boar like a bipedal you know like a i forget what they call it it's like a furry version of a wild boar with like big old tusks and like biker clothes you know and i just thought that was sick like um and it was root beer and it was hella good it was medicated root beer like they should bring that shit back uh but anyway then i moved to reading and i managed my what who would become my uh partner's um cannabis club and i just Bless brought you. what i had learned there you know in san fran and, and sac and then uh i s- saved up enough money to gr- build a grow 
And I grew in San Francisco. Me and my buddy Chris like put a, two lights in a closet in San Francisco, and we grew green crack and quarkle. And that was the first harvest that I ever finished. Like, cause we grew, I grew when I was growing up and shit indoors, but I never finished it. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, and then, um, we, so I I went to Medicali, which was what the store was called, to manage it for Tyler, and then I s- started trimming for this guy, and I saved up enough money to build a six lighter with my buddy he helped me he helped me too and um i built it and we just started you know <clears throat> i started just growing whatever i think i had the cookies that i had gotten from heisenberg so you guys will have to talk to him about that he Ooh. heisenberg is the first person to ever give me cookies um the real cookies like and i was like this is crazy fire you know and he, he's always been having good shit um, and then he gave me that cut and I took it to red and gave it to my boys. I gave it to my, uh, to Tyler, who was just my friend at the time, but would go on to become my partner. He started growing it. I grew it and I would take his weed and my weed down to like Sacramento or San Francisco and LA and just sell it as, uh, as alien labs. And the way alien labs came about was just, um, like to me, there wasn't really the only brand at the time that I knew about, like, for flour um was really cookies like that was only they weren't really like cookies yet like we as we know them but they were like a collective of people that like you know coming out and doing their own thing and uh but that wasn't really what i represented like as a nerdy kid from reading you know what i mean like we and and like we were just different like we didn't identify with that um even though it was cannabis, it was just like a different scene than we were used to. So I felt like we were aliens to that, you know, we were outcast to that thing. Like it wasn't us. It was just this other thing. And like, I knew the quality, you know, especially coming out from my partner, partner spots. Cause my, my best friend since fucking third grade, was running him. Scott, he was just unparalleled. So that was also a thing like this weed really looked alien. Like at the time, like, crazy ass bag of peel weed wasn't really around like that that came recently in modern cannabis you know so the our shit was like crazy looking you know it still is uh, some of the best looking weed that you can get um what type of lights were you using at that time were you in cocoa or soil or what were you uh, doing soil sunshine mix number four that's like pretty much what everyone grew with um and then we had uh you know some places had um like hps with the air-cooled hoods and shit but we were one of the very first places to get Gavitas because of the, the owner of the bigger hydro store there, it was called Northern Roots. Um, it, they, he was their early investor in Gavita. So he was one of the first people to get those lights. And then they came, you know, we all started using them because I was a homie. That was the thing we go to instantly. Everyone was like, oh shit, you're able to go crazy with these. So we were also able to dial those in like before most people even got them. And like that light really made, um, really made a difference in how your weed looked, like how everything, it made a huge difference. That, that was a game changer. I don't think people talk about Gavitas enough, like dual ended, uh, ballast and shit were a game changer, bro. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's yields went crazy. The quality and the visuals went up. Like it was just, it, everything was denser. Like, so um yeah the the gavitas was a fucking big big game changer and at the time i i used house and garden at my house in san francisco and i think when i moved um my partner was using uh advanced 
No, advanced. No, cutting cutting edge. Was that what it was fucking called? Yep, cutting edge. Yeah, cutting edge. That was a big brand. Yeah, know, but yeah. Um. Anyway, he's using that. I'm like, look, you should use House and Garden. This is the most fire nutrient there is. Great company. Yeah, the good guys over there and shit. And so he switched to House and Garden. The quality instantly was better. And that shit was already fire. Like they ran a really tight ship. Super good at growing. You know, I learned a ton from them. Um. Even though I was growing at my own spot, you know, if I needed anything, I could always hit up Scott and he'd come over and help me. So I learned a ton from them. How were you getting genetics at that time? You were naming off these badass strains. Um, just making relationships, man. Like, you know, still to this day, like I get shit just because like I have good relationships with people. Like I've never, I've never talked bad about anyone like publicly or, you know, anything like that. I just don't do that. Like, I think it's, a, I think it's just clown shit. Like. You know, if you got problems with someone, like if I've ever had a problem with something, I, I brought it straight to them, which is rare. I don't, I can't even think of one time I, I've done this. Um, but like, I just think that um, we all should be, and that's a NorCal thing, I think. Like, we all should be helping each other and shit, you know? So, like in NorCal, you'd just pass genetics around. Like, no one gave a fuck. No one's hoarding things. The first strain, I think, like, cookies really set the trend of people hoarding shit. And then after cookies, bro, no one really wants to give shit up to just anyone. You know, you can get stuff, but like I think they that that happened because like people saw the power of just a few people having it or just one person controlling it and having it and controlling the market on it. And um they were like, Hey, we should everyone should do this. Like we have our proprietary strains, like we're not giving them out because then we can control the market, you know, the pricing, the fucking who gets it, like because it was if you had cookies like you were cool as hell like you had to have known someone you know back when it first popped off like if you could get cookies real cookies like that was tight you mm -hmm. know what i mean so um yeah but in norcal man we passed things around um but i also i i craigslist was really a place where you could get like sick clones back in the day and i was like looking i just searched clones in sacramento and this guy had mendo breath and dosi clones oh and uh i hit him up and he charged us like 500 bucks each and for each clone and we bought like a few of them yo what up it's Blackleaf. i'm here at grow generation and guess what drip hydro storm in the market all the best growers i know are switching to it and guess what there's a reason because it's preserving terps i keep hearing that preserving terps and that's why we're here with sunshine facility advisor facility manager overall the man with drip hydro listen to why it's different man what's going on guys sunny here with drip hydro thing is at the end of the day we just wanted to make a simple clean cost effective nutrient line that nobody has really seen on the market right now nobody uses really our chelation formulas uh, the micronutrients that we have pulled to make this line is really just what makes it overall bringing that consistency and quality back to what we want to see in growing herb again and overall at the end of the day it's still really light on your wallet it's a five-part nutrient line and again if you're not staying sterile or you have a big facility and you don't want to run rock wool and you want to run a mix of cocoa with an enzyme or something you don't even have to run flow with it so at the end of the day it's just saving you money on your wallet while bringing the consistency and the quality of terps back we wanted to bring the terps back and bring the soul back to growing versatility cost effective and quality i mean what else can you ask for drip hydro first smoke of the day blackleaf approved peace damn this place is huge i gotta get what i need and get out of here man i'm in a rush what whoa blackleaf 
Oh, you already know. What are you doing here? I basically live here. Grow Generation, Can Filters, Power SI, Athena Products, Lux Lighting. Man, I mean, I basically live here. Grow Generation Store is the largest hydroponic store I've ever been to. It's crazy. The largest hydroponic retailer in the nation with over 60 locations, so you know they got one near you. It's growgeneration.com and at growgeneration on Instagram. Tell them first smoke of the day sent you. And then I took it home and we grew it out and it was like a different Fino Adosi than anyone else had because like, he searched it, you know, and released it. It was a different cut and we had like a real like super good OG leaning cut. And that's what made the Dosi really pop off was that OG leaning cut, you know, which the I haven't seen in a long time. No, that was like the 18 was archives numbering. Okay. Uh, the 18 and the 22, those were archives releases. Um, and these ones were just the guys that uh, popped them. Like it was his Fino, you know. But I think he reached out later and was like, I think I gave you like the, because nobody sells their keeper. You know, you sell like the two or the three, <laughs> you know. You're like, yeah, I'll sell those off. Fine. It's it's good. It's fire. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the keeper's uh, I buddy. Think he hit me back later and he's like, that was my keeper, man. Like, I didn't mean to give you that. Like, oh, sorry, bro. Was he like, can I get it back? <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he had it still. Okay. But he, he wasn't hot, but he was just like, just so you know, you know. So that was, yeah. And then we just started getting shit because we started getting known. You know, the OG Kush Cut came to us like in 2006 or seven. You know, my partner, um, we were driving it down to LA as Mars OG, like Mars OG all day. And that was what eventually turned into Lemon Fuel mm -hmm. uh, because Lemon Fuel mars just got co-opted everyone took it like everyone was using that name and then when we made these concentrates with paper planes and they just had this crazy lemon fuel smell dude and we we're sitting in my partner's rv with carter from paper planes and he was like you should call it lemon fuel and i was like good idea that's a good pretty good name and then i searched this was like before lemon tree before any of these fucking lemon strains right so it wasn't i wouldn't have named it that if that was during that time, because then I felt like people would have associated it with like a certain thing. Um, and then I looked it up on Instagram. I searched for hashtags of it because I wanted to know if anyone had used it. And also like, if there was no hashtags of it, that gave us a good opportunity to like track where it goes. You know what I mean? So like I, a thing that I used to do was when we first started selling that and attributing the name to it and, and having the brand alien labs, I'd always search the lemon fuel hashtag and see it grow. You know, I'd be like, oh, damn, this many people like that's sick, dude. 200. Oh, my God. Now I look at the Alien Labs hashtags. I'm like, there's no way I could ever know what number it is. It's in the we have on Giphy, which is like, you know, those stickers that you can post on. You take Instagram, you go to GIFs and you search for whatever. We have like over 20 million uses on of our stickers on Giphy, which is insane to me, dude. Like those have been up for like four years, three years or something. It just proves the reach of the brand. Yeah. Wow. The, re the brand is, you know, it's doing good, man. We're the number three overall selling, just Alien Labs on its own, number three uh, California rec brand. Are your, your parents are still around, Ted? Yeah. Uh, what do they think about it? Oh, they're pumped. I mean, my mom comes over and like plays with my kids and like fucking, you know, she doesn't have to go to work. She just started working again because times are tough, you know, but yeah. Um, for a while she was just like watching the kids and just having the time of her life and like no one in my family my dad and i like weren't close so like i didn't really um 
hang out with him much, but like in my family that I grew up with, like no one was real successful. You know, my mom did her best and shit and we always had a house and like I always got whatever the fuck I wanted. So it wasn't, you know, we were still poor, but she would make it happen. You know, I remember like the year the PS2 came out fucking, uh, I was like, there's no way I'm getting a PS2. Like my mom's works. She's like a bouncer at a bar, you know? And, uh, she somehow did fucking day came up. PS2 is there. I'm like, how the fuck did you get this? I was probably like, I don't even know, maybe 12 or something, but I was aware. Cause like my mom is young and like, we talked about this shit, you know, I was aware like of our situation, you know? So that's yeah, cool. at 12, you start to know what's going on. And yeah, shit. Like, like, yeah, you do. You, and then sure. you can see other kids might be a little different and shit. But my mom grinded, bro. I always had yeah, six shoes. Respect and, to that. You know, you think they get the scope mom. by what you're doing, like how big you really are, your brand is, and like what it's really um, happening? Someti- sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. So, my dad doesn't. He probably doesn't. But yeah. well, my dad did call me once. A lot of people, we have the same name. So like people will be like, Hey, are you, you know, the founder of alien labs or whatever? <laughs> <To my dad. laughs> That's awesome. That's um, awesome. But there was a billboard of us in Reading, which is where he lives. And he's like, damn, you guys got a billboard out here. It, it was just like a store that was advertising that they had us, you know, but my cat, yeah, dad, like we're killing it, man. It you gets know? realer and realer. But my mom, she for sure does. And my daughter, that's like, my daughter's like the biggest alien labs fans everywhere, anywhere, dude. She was at the park with her grandma. And uh, some guys pulled up and they must have just gone to Connected because uh, her grandma lives over by the Connected store. And they got out of the truck and they had an Alien Labs bag. And, they're, and she's like, Grandma, Grandma, they got an Alien Labs bag. And she and she's like, oh, like that's really cool. And then they like threw it on the ground like they littered it. So shout out to those guys. Don't litter our bags, man. That's <laughs> um, and my daughter was like, we got to go get it and take it home to dad. Like anytime she sees anyone wearing alien labs, she's just like, dad, dad, alien labs, alien labs. Like, and it's crazy to me because she, she can't read like, you know, so it's like, she's only five. Like, so like we drove by the billboard one day, she's like, dad, there's an alien lab sign. I'm like, how do you even know what that is? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't, it's not like I've like our clothes isn't like crazy logo heavy. You know what I mean? So that it blew my mind. That was when she was like four. She's the biggest fucking alien labs fan, dude. She's like, what anyone asked her, what do you want to be when you grow up? She's like, I'm going to work with my dad. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm going to work with my dad in the weed. And it's going to get crazier as the brand grows. And as she gets older, it's only going to exponentially get more in her face and more. The next generation is going to be all of the top brands here. Kids. You know, like if we do this right, like that's what we're doing. Like, that's the thing I was talking to you guys about, like having, you know, two hundred to 200 lights is sick. Like it's, fucking cool as hell like you can make super fire and you can be like happy and less stressed you know like not easier not easy but less stressed and just you know but like i come from a poor family and like i don't want anyone that comes after me to be poor like i want everyone especially my kids like my kids like bro if i'm if i were to die like in you know fucking tomorrow or whatever my kids are good or right get now. abducted by aliens or whatever. Yeah, if I get yeah, abducted yeah, by yeah. aliens or I have to dip because like mm-hmm. whatever, uh, my kids are good, you know, and I want their kids and their kids to be good. So like building alien labs to me is like my only chance, bro. Like I didn't, I barely graduated high school, you know, so my only fucking chance of generational wealth is this thing, you know, because mm-hmm. like with the 100 and 200 lighters, like you make money, 
Yeah. You know, you get to feed your family and hella well, go on vacations and drive sick cars and shit. But game ain't the their same. family, <laughs> the next after them, all that. Like I'm the my family's like, you know, hope of chilling and not worrying all the time. Like, because I don't know about you guys, but bro, this world that we live in is getting crazier and crazier. Like, I don't know how it's going to be in 20 years, man. Like, probably not good. But you know who's going to be fine? Hella rich people. <laughs> They're going to be fine. They'll mm-hmm. go underground. Whatever they got to do, you know, they'll make a sick fucking house underground, dude. Like, they'll go to the moon. Freeze their bodies before they die. Freeze their bodies, yeah, dude. They're, they're going to be fine, dude. And so, you know, I'm just trying to get like that. Trying to survive out here. Yeah, trying to survive out here, dude. I mean, you don't, we you don't really make too much money off of cannabis anyway, you know. But you can if you go, you know, worldwide or fucking, you know, at least countrywide until the rest of them open up. One of your closest homies uh, or one of your close homies is like a blessing to a lot of us entrepreneurs is uh, alien in law. Bro. Oh, God, I love him. <laughs> did he talk to you guys about the Topher? I forget. I, I asked him if he did, but no. What? The which yeah. one? We'll have to ask him. I'm going to tell the story, but Uh-oh. we'll have to ask him <laughs> if, if we can include it. Okay. So the way he said I you met guys him, are big into EDC, man. No, nah, Coachella. Oh, Coachella. That's what it was. That's the way I met him. He way was different. He was, uh, he was like, he was like a fresh. Yeah. EDC's for bros. Didn't dude. you guys listen to bluegrass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think he was like a freshman in college, maybe mm. a sophomore. Um, but we went to Coachella together like one year, like he was friends with, we would all go in this big ass group. Like there would be like, we'd have like eight camping spaces near each other. And we make like a fucking straight, like fortress dude. And, uh, this was in 2010, I think, or maybe 2009. I can't remember. Um, so we, he, he's like friends with one of my friends that I went to Coachella with and my boys that I went to Coachella with are like from school and like, not really my weed friends, you know, but they, Chris and, um, Mike, who is alien Mike on Instagram, like still to this day, like one of my fucking best friends, they came together and, and, and I came with my boys, but like, I really like resonated with those two. <laughs> I was like, okay. So it just became like the three of us that hung out at Coachella, you know? Yo, I'm here at Grow Generation. And what do they have? One of our sponsors, Lux Lighting, the highest quality components designed in Los Angeles and distributed globally. Go to luxlighting.com to find out more and find out what all the big grows and all the pros are using to grow. Hey, so we want to give a major shout out to a premier sponsor of the show, CanFan. We've been rocking with CanFan since the beginning of this thing. I remember when Black Leaf came to me and said, hey, when you're smoking inside, you should really hook up a CanFan. CanFan with a CanFan fan and then a controller to control that fan. So when you're smoking, light up, boom, cut the fan on. You don't piss your neighbors off, keep everything kosher. And I know that Blackleaf only found that out because of one reason. I mean, essential in smoke rooms, essential in grow rooms, same thing, we're killing smell. Can filters, can fans. The product line is essential in any grow room. We've been rocking it for a decade plus. First smoke of the day, can filters, family. I kind of like, rudely like ditched my boys and I just went and did shit with them, which is fucked. But, um, you know, they liked weed and I liked weed. So we were just getting super high and my other bunch of my other friends didn't smoke. So, um, just good energy. And Chris is a savage partier. 
like a savage fucking partier. He's a savage eater. He's a savage. Chris (laughs) is a savage, bro. He's one of those guys that's good at everything, athletic, good looking, like attorney now. Like he's sick, dude. He rides a motorcycle. Rides a motorcycle. Pulls up blonde hair. Girls love him. Yeah, yeah. looks like swims laps in the morning. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Like he's sick, dude. Yeah. Wow, we're crushing on him right now. He gave me remember the Titans sunshine vibes. Oh, that's exactly right. Bro. That's he, he played football He's in college. Dude. I could see dude, it. You know? I could see it. Um, but he uh. is a savage partier, bro. And we would they brought these beer bongs. That somebody had a lot of drugs. Somebody, someone in our group had a ton of drugs, right? Not Chris, for sure. Not Chris. I'm not just saying it. that, but it wasn't him. Uh, and the. Another guy brought a two beer bong, like a two split. So it was like the thing, and then it would come down into two, so two people could take it, right? And he came up with a game. I don't know if he came up with the with the game, but he was the best at it. So we fucking called it the Topher, which is you know his name's Christopher. So, uh, and you would take the beer bong, two people, and I think later on in Coachella's this evolved to like a three and maybe even a four, and you would drop a tab of acid, mm. a tab, an ecstasy pill. A fucking um, one more drug, and seems like it'd be weird if we did XC and Molly, but we probably did. And then a shot <laughs> of vodka, and the it would just go into the thing. So whoever got it was the winner, you know. And that's who he got it a lot, dude. <laughs> he got so it. So you lot. would just like suck through the tube to get it. Or I mean, like, you'd you... put the beers in it, just yeah, like right. normal, you know. And then it would just put the things in, and it would go and wherever it went. Would you even be able to notice? Uh, I mean, yeah, because it was clear, so you could see when they came through. Got you know it. what I mean? Got it. Yeah, so that was the Topher. And, dude, you know who really loved it was Australian kids. They'd come over to our tents. like Because people would come over. They'd see us doing that, and they'd come over, dude, and be like, hey, I want to hit that. You know, I want to get in on this thing. So, yeah. they they the uh, fucking Topher. It's like a drug hookah. Yeah, no. it was like a drug hookah, dude, for sure. <laughs> That's wild. Seems like he should do that initiation, like when you become a client. Yeah, you gotta hit the toaster, <laughs> like, man. Good. We're gonna go off this weekend and do do a toaster together. Yeah, we were going crazy, man. I actually didn't really do drugs until I went to Coachella, and I never did like any uppers or anything. I still never really liked that, but I did like Molly and acid and shit, mushrooms and opium. Opium was the good one. You'd go home after, or you'd go back to the tent, you know, like midnight after the shit was done. And we all had like, there was one big tent with like a bunch of seats in there. And I would go in there and just pass around an opium pipe. Just come down a little bit and you could go to bed, you know, it was nice. That's like an ancient ritual. Yeah. That's I, like, that goes dude, way I wish back. Opium was like way more like used and common. That's a cool thing. You know, what was it like? It just makes you relax. Like, it's just like, chill it's like a chill thing but it makes you tired and I, it's like why people like lean it's kind of the same shit you know but this is like a better version of it or whatever i haven't done it since coachella but it was pretty cool because they're all though. fucking high as shit all day from just fucking back, being out in the Strung sun out, and yeah. yeah your brain by the fifth day or however long because you get there Ooh, on thursday fried. like a scramble yeah, day just, your brain is fucking <laughs> gone dude it's mush but talking about like lawyers like when you enter new states or you're trying to expand and you're doing like licensing deals and stuff like that like how do you go about it with your attorney you have an attorney that you reach out obviously yeah, and go have, through all this stuff we have and, a like a, a group of attorneys that we work with they're yeah. outsourced but um so we don't have like we have an attorney that works for us for compliance but not for this 
Um, and yeah, you just, they do a lot of shit, you know, mostly for like our internal team does all the expansion shit. We don't do licensing deals. So like, we don't have to worry about shit like that. But when we do, we like with, uh, Travis, you know, these attorneys worked on that and that was sick, bro. That's quiz cool. They're coming back out soon. New is great, man. Yeah, I have a problem with these when they're around. Like, I'm just like, fuck, get those out of oh, here. Oh, yeah. Dude. I can definitely see why. I mean, tastes phenomenal. Just good candy, man. I love candy. I like the red ones. It can yeah, taste I the think coconut. The red and the blue. It's good. Yeah, it's a blue raspberry coconut. That one, I used to go to this. Have you guys heard of Dutch Bros? No. Oh, coffee? Yeah, yep. I thought it might be like a NorCal thing, but. Um, Dutch Bros used to have this drink and I don't even know if it was ever on the menu or it was like just one of those things that someone made and they were like oh and then told me about it and I could get it but it was a Red Bull with blue blue raspberry and coconut syrup and I loved it it's so good and that's what that flavor is based off of what's your ultimate alien labs collab like is there like a brand you'd be like dude if I could collab with this brand this would be like at the top of my list that Damn, made good sense question you know, everyone's got like a hit list or someone that they're like, man, I just always like what the, the moves this brand makes. And if we did a collab, I could just see it being out of the world, you know, or out of this world. Um, fuck. Really good question. You can think about it. We've spoken heavy. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to think about them. I don't know. Because you're in clothing. You guys do bags, zip up. I mean, you guys, all this new stuff you're dropping. Pack God's always has your zip up bag. That thing was sick. The alien. The yeah. The side bag thing. Sick. We got these coming out. Do I have it here? I think I'm yeah, it's right there. The one by oh. your side right here is and the color. Yeah, this, combo. Is a, um, this is a smell proof like toiletry. Mm-hmm. I just keep my weed in it. We put these like center dividers in here so you could keep like jars and they won't like fucking move around and shit. This whole this is a capsule like it's uh there is this color and then black. And it comes out like August 26th, I think and uh there's a backpack duffels that can fit 25 pounds so they're like the trap duffel and um and this this bag and they're all smell proof with four layers of uh activated charcoal and um maybe carbon filters in there super smell proof like it's actually crazy how smell proof shit works because the smell is accumulating in there you know what i mean it just can't escape so when you open it, like I was using my smoke proof backpack for travel for a while. Just I got the samples and I was like, I'm going to try and I'm going to put this thing through the ringer. You know, I was stuffing it full of shit and zipping it hard and <laughs> trying to break it. You know, I do that with all the all the new stuff that we make. And. Uh, I opened it up in the airplane once and it was just like, holy shit, it stinks like fucking weed in here, dude. And about for, usually when I travel, like I'll vacuum seal my shit. Not because I care too much. Like I'm not worried about like traveling with it, but I'm worried about just like if a, someone on that plane like doesn't want to smell fucking weed the whole time, like I'd feel bad. You know, I'm just yeah. a sensitive guy. I'm like, oh, damn, sorry. Like I get it. Uh, I don't like smells i don't like certain smells either so like if someone's on the plane with hell perfume i'm like hey get out of here <laughs> you know yeah, thank like, you very uh, much or like some some food, food. yeah 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 it's yeah. the worst dude burger king? Air, yeah burger king or uh it's like the fuck. airports usually have like a chinese or like a thai yeah. spot and that type of shit getting on the plane like fuck you dude don't get out of here with that 
you know sit That's down funny as hell. speaking about all the clothing and stuff talk about you know some of the stuff you got coming up because you since the beginning man you've always taken the clothing side really serious yeah the clothing side was something that we didn't include when we partnered up with connected so like that's just like me and the boys you know so um i've always just felt i've treated it as a separate entity because like it is and yeah so we are dropping in zoomies sometime this month um we're wow. doing a collab with huff wow next year on 420 we have a ton of sick like we're doing this ashtray and like a plushie like a bunch of sick shit um and and that's going to be worldwide so they're going to distribute that like throughout the entire world which is pretty nuts that's fire bro congrats and, on and um so yeah man we're just ramping up the, the merch a lot like there's a lot of cool stuff coming out just even on the website like in the next few months like we did a short where we've been doing these uh mesh shorts like like john elliott style mesh shorts i really like those john elliott's and i was like i want to make these cooler you know so i uh yeah we, we copied their homework a little bit there and uh we came out with a really nice mesh short a bunch of different like accessories like rugs and ashtrays and everything everything's about to start dropping like in mid-august to like september and october are crazy months for us because we got like we do a yearly halloween capsule and like the best one so far to me was this one that we had jason we had this artist who does like vhs like old uh like 80 style vhs covers um he did a jason and this alien that came out sick and like that to date was our biggest piece where he sold like 660 uh shirts of that in one day which is a lot that's like the most we've ever done by far um and this year we had him do two different ones and they're both fucking really sick so the halloween capsule this year is going crazy and then we we designed a a baseball like for um october we have this like baseball coming with a baseball jersey like a um world series patch on a alien labs hat with it's fucking going crazy so Dope. and then we have PuffCon, which will have its own mm -hmm. the tie-dye uh special like we did last year like we're doing a new one and then um we got the mothership collection that comes out uh next friday which is like this is august so by the time this comes out this shit will all you probably all be out um and yeah man it's been super fun we get to be creative as hell and design like people are really liking it you know and uh that's really i think like there's only so much you can do within the framework of cannabis like to push your brand and i think like this like being in a bunch of new stores and with the clothes will be just huge for the brand you know all the meanwhile like we've been working on the recipe for the weed getting it to burn better i'd be tastier and uh we put in a lot of work still got a little bit ways to go um but man this shit's smoking the z that z was the one fire <laughs> pat guys loves a good Runny. z yeah that was a good z Runny. man they really did a great job that one went a little longer than i wanted it to go too because uh it's hard it's like that's one of, yeah it's really potent it's right good though yeah. 32 percent. but there's no way that's true i don't care what they say so um but it's hard that's like another thing that's hard at scales like harvesting different plants that have different harvest days like mm -hmm. a lot of growers think in terms of weeks but like harvesting is a day you know like if you don't get the right day and z is really one of those like if you don't harvest it at the right day which is very early like you lose a lot of the complexity and like the brightness and like the tanginess of that terpene profile you know so what we smoked that you rolled up was harvested at day 52 and then the joint i had was harvested at day uh like 63 which is like our normal harvesting day 
and that one was better the early one was way fucking better and i called fields i was like hey what day do you usually harvest a z he's like 52 i'm like all right bet so we did and then um yeah i liked it way more even we did a blind test with that too with the two different harvest dates mm-hmm. and nobody everyone liked the early one that's awesome usually man. there's a little bit of like there's always personal preference so like when you do like you know six to seven people blind like there'll be one or two people that chose like differently than what we would have thought or what we were hoping you know like when we did the np cali thing we did np cali and our and our mix side by side it was pretty much split but uh it was split on a few of the trials but then you know housing or our house blend just started winning like almost every time but um i was going back and forth like strain to strain was different like i liked uh the house more on uh, with lemon fuel but i liked the mp cali more with gelato so just interesting little things and we had to analyze they were pretty much the same there's just like a few different uh like macronutrients that were like different or we were leaving out like we didn't have silica in art we weren't feeding silica mm-hmm. and they were so we just added that in uh for another test round so now like our feed is a little more close to what they um what they were using which is good they mp cali is a good fertilizer especially for uh you know like if you have the choice like athena or mpk like mpk all day shout out to athena though they're killing it <laughs> that's one of your guys' fucking sponsors. Like, damn, I'm no, not trying you're to, good, bro. I'm not, 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 at all. No, not at all. Man. People are operators, just yeah. different flavors and different. Yeah, yeah, it's just know? different. I just preferred yeah. it. You know, it's cool, like you said, though. Absolutely. It's like this flavor with this nutrient, this flavor with that yep. nutrient. It is so I like, specific. I like all the blind tests. I don't think a lot of people are doing that. Yeah, no, blind is the Keeps only it way. Honest. At first, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing the shit blind," you know. But like, it helps you choose better like bro no if i bias. didn't like the house feed if i you know and i was like i don't like this shit like mm-hmm. i would have just been like oh mp cali's better your oh. brain is impossible your mm-hmm. brain can't overcome your brain dude if you just want something to be it's gonna be mm-hmm. you know the power of the mind is crazy dude yeah i know people out there are gonna say no way i can fucking do it but you can't you really can't no because if we give you a gorilla glue times uh you know, Gorilla Glue times Oreos, Fino, and we and we tell you before you smoke it, this is Gorilla Glue times Oreos. You're gonna be like, ah, that's exact, exactly. But if I find a Fino that's some weird underlier, and I'm like, dude, unbiased, what do you think? And you smoke it, you're like, this this could be the truth. I completely agree. It, you never know with that. You don't want a preconceived notion of the thing mm-hmm. you're doing. That's why Connected hasn't shown the lineage on their uh, packaging, like mm-hmm. because you shouldn't have a preconceived notion of what something's gonna be like. You know, it's not, it's not like a good thing. I, I, we, we're, we're walking it back. Like we're putting it back because people like it. They want to see it. But that was like the whole idea behind not showing lineage on their jars because you don't want a preconceived notion of what you're going to get. You know, it can influence your opinion of it. You know, that's not good. Like having a pure like decision and, and without bias is very strong. You know, that's the strong way to do it. So everything, all the trials we do are blind. Like, I'll know right after I'm like, hey, what were we testing? Mm-hmm. And they'll like break it down for me, you know, and it's interesting. The, the results are always interesting, man. It's like, oh, really? Shit. I wouldn't have expected that. But so after a massive day of QC, what's your favorite heady eat spot and sack? Fuck right now. Anonymo pizza, dude. Okay. That pizza place is cracking. dude. I'm not it's not it's it's really good and it's addictive. Like 
I always want to go there. Like anytime any of my homies are in town and especially on Fridays, cause like that's kind of the day that I'll fuck with around with some pizza. Um, I'm like, Oh yeah. You want to go to Anonymo? And they're like, yeah. And then I'll go home to my girl and they're like, Oh, we want pizza for dinner. And I'm like, okay. So if I'm walking in and I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the alien lab special in my head. What am I ordering? The deep dish pepperoni. Ooh, crucial. I'm okay. a big pizza hut guy. So I, that, hey, that the, they call it Sicilian, but it's like <laughs> deep dish or whatever. Um, Sicilian style. There is crazy. They have the Carter special too. You know, cad. Oh, yeah. Really? Cad, yeah they got the Carter oh, special there, which is a deep dish margarita pizza. Ooh. It's like Fun basil, fact. tomato. And we got to get him cheese. on for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. He's an OG. I love that mm-hmm. guy, bro. You guys have always been such a cool, tight-knit crowd, man. Whenever we meet like Alien at Law, specialty, top of his class, and we meet you, specialty top. Now we meet Cad, and it's the same thing. His niche and what he does, he's at the top of it. Yeah, for And sure. I feel the same way about Alien at Law. I feel the same way about you. And he the, really is. Everyone. Alien at Law is just killing it, man. And yeah. Cad, bro. Yeah. All those guys. We... I cat introduced me to Green Dog, you know, another guy, and that's another one yes. that's exactly like that. And Jordan from Blueprint, and fucking all these guys. That's what I was saying, man. Sacramento has like really been like the birthplace of tons of innovation and quality, man. Like Dave from Preferred Gardens, like killing the oh. fucking mixed light, bro. I've never seen anything Who like has that. Mixed light like that. No, I've never no seen one. No, you know. So, and his indoor is hella good too, but mm-hmm. the mix light is like super innovative, like to have that high quality of mix light, you know? Um, and yeah, man, Sacramento shout out. This is the city of trees, dude. You know, that's what it used to be called the city of trees. And they fucked around and changed it to the farm to fort capital, which like, I like restaurants. So, okay. But like, nah, man, this is the city of trees. Like we have a billboard on Jay and like 19, which is like, super close to the capital like mm-hmm. one of the most heavily drive streets in sacramento middle of the city and it says keep sacramento the city of trees you know <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome people and paying people, to keep it alive people love it dude i see it posted on like there's a sacramento reddit and people post it all the time like this is the sickest billboard we've had that billboard for a while that spot and it's super cheap to change to the art out so like every few months we'll just fucking throw something up but that one's been up there for a while because people just love it dude i go there it's where the farmer's market is too here in sac so i go there a lot and i'm always seeing people taking pictures in front of it yeah it's like right in the parking lot of where the farmer's market begins so like every saturday bro tons of people are out there just looking at that billboard could you Sick. ever see yourself doing anything else in life besides cannabis, like another profession? Or- um, no, not really. I mean, I could create a brand, another brand of something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like, you know, my goal for this is to be able to uh, have enough money to like invest in my homies and like people that I see potential in and like kind of mentor them into getting to what we did you know because like that's always this has been my college you know like working at this level of business is like you couldn't learn this anywhere you know Mm -hmm. in the fire you know what i mean and just everything that goes into it like running a business like this marketing branding cultivating at scale fucking the business side of it finance all of it like you couldn't have gone to a school that would have taught you that type of thing you know so i've always considered this my college and i hope to you know graduate and and be able to just be like yo i really like your brand like oh you didn't have enough money to get into the rec market like let's fucking run it up you know and i'll i'll help you uh do it 
mm-hmm. you know? And so I see that becoming what I do, you know, later. Cause I really like building brands. Like it's super fun. Yeah. And, uh, that's what it is, you know? And I think, you know, I could also, um, become like, yeah, just like a, a liaison, you know? for like different things. Like my homies that want, Oh, you want to build a cannabis brand? Okay. Like let's fucking, I'll show you the right people and we'll get the right thing. Or you want to drop a strain or whatever, you know? So yeah, I'm just grinding towards that in my view, you know, fucking, um, I love this. I'm, I'm obviously going to be alien labs for my life, but there will come a time where that is, uh, I don't have to be so hands-on, you know? Like I'll always yeah. select the strains and do that thing and do the QC and shit. But right now I do every, like I write the copy. I fucking any words you've ever seen on a anything like I wrote that shit. And that's like I couldn't see myself ever not being Alien Labs, you know. Was there another close name that it almost wasn't Alien Labs? It was almost like no. uh, that was always it. Yeah. I remember talking to my buddy Scott, my, my best friend, like I said, since fucking third grade. And we were just kicking around names and like, I don't even, I can't even tell you like any of the other ones. I don't even literally remember, but that was the one that we just like, there was no two, you know, I was like, oh, Alien Labs is sick, mm-hmm. you know? And it is, man. It's grown and developed. Like, you know, what was crazy is when we made that brand, like nerds weren't popular like nerdy being nerds being a nerd now is like sick like bro you're wearing uh this artist junji ito is like a manga artist from japan that's like so fucking obscure and like he does the he's like the godfather of like horror manga like that guy that artist right there super cool one of my favorite ones that ever that's a broken promises junji ito Shout collab. Out broken they, promises. They, they, that blew me away they were able, this is one of my favorite artists like that guy right there that drew that and uh that would never have been cool like 15 years ago like we when we were going to blockbuster video and renting fucking anime in the japanimation section that's what they called it which is problematic uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they and i didn't just make that up like i i i had i was thinking about it the other day i was like where the fuck did Japanimation come from? Like, did I just make that up? Or like, is this something from my childhood? And I Googled it and it was like, yeah, sure enough. This is what Blockbuster called it. Like the, you know, they'd have the little genre. It was Japanimation. Like, okay. And, uh, you didn't want, you didn't tell people at school that you watched that. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It was like your secret. <laughs> like you'd, that you'd go get a, you'd go rent a Kira or something. And like with your boys. And then the next day you're like, yeah, uh, movie was hella good but you wouldn't go to school and be like yeah we like anime mm-hmm. you know it was like the kids that were screaming in the cafeteria that liked anime <laughs> so now to see it like at every single fucking zoomies and all these pop culture stores it's all anime shit naruto dragon ball z dragon ball z is like the most cool thing ever mm-hmm. you know now um so it's crazy to see how nerd culture has gl- grown from like kind of like an outcast which like to me that's what the word alien meant when we made it, it was like an outcast to like the mainstream thing and that's uh to me contributed to our success mm. you know because it be- it wasn't aliens weren't like crazy mainstream you know that now you go into it's everywhere like balenciaga dropped a fucking hour alien head you know, basically on a T like, I mean, it was just damn near the same thing, 
you know so it's it's crazy to see how far nerd culture and like popular culture has come and changed since we made alien labs you know you think we'll we'll see an alien landing in our lifetime dude like i feel official. like the ufo shit is like kind of priming us okay like, you know what i mean like they probably know a lot more than they let on and the the ufo shit is like hey guys we saw some ufos and then and people are like oh yeah did you hear they saw ufos mm-hmm. and like just getting us ready for like something bigger yeah because it doesn't make sense otherwise like why would they just t- i mean why are they even telling us like you know i don't know Seems there's weird. so many questions and the other thing is that like bro in 2022 people are so depressed and like worried about other shit that no one really even cares they're like yo there's literal <laughs> ufos here and people are like sorry man like mm-hmm. i have covid yeah <laughs> like i Rent can't care it. right now dude yeah i'm just kind of depressed you know so ufos whatever like cool that's just how it is how i view, I view it you know mm-hmm. it's like people aren't there's no, no people talk about it for like a day on the internet but like shouldn't people be like damn there's actually fucking ufos like remember they came out and they're like these are not of this world mm-hmm. like literally straight point blank not of this world and people like you guys don't care that this is not of this world because that's pretty crazy that's like groundbreaking news you know i think there's such a big question mark that no one knows then what the next move is it's like yeah uh i guess we'll just wait to still and, and everyone's got a camera on their phone so at some point god man i cannot wait i'm interested yeah, to see I what see that shit i i can't wait man hopefully they come we'll do a collab dude you want the, <laughs> you want the alien weed uh, yeah. we probably came from aliens I could see like a when Mars attacks collab. Oh, dude, we, that's crazy oh, yeah. that you say that, bro. Because that, that was man. like my my movie that I like resonate with from. Yeah, you know, just I guess you you know aliens, the whole strain roll out behind it. Shout out yeah. to fucking Jason at Broken Promises, bro. Big you ups know? to the big homie. He's killing it straight up, helping us do some cool shit for sure. What do you think about where cannabis is going right now in the market and like what's next and you know just everything I think going people on? People are waking up to the fact that you really got to have kind of some quality to to survive in this market, you know, because all the companies that are thriving are really like, oh, we've grown, mm-hmm. like we've grown in the past six months, and that's super. There's no other cannabis company that we can see visu- visually, like through the numbers, you know, that has grown, um, and. I think that's just like the it's it's like a separation, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, if you got mids, probably see you later. And if you're, you know, got pretty good weed, and you're, you know, at least for the market that you're in, like you can stay and you can still thrive. And um, I hope that it gets better for everyone out there, though, because like I do feel bad. Like a lot of my homies that are still homegrown, getting twelve hundred bucks for their fucking eight pounds, bro. Like it's rough, man. That's not sustainable. You know, the the market is just crashing and it's just all just not sustainable, you know? Yeah, it's tough. There's a lot of overproducers in the market and it'll get weeded out and it'll bounce back, right? Anytime it goes so elastic high, it comes back down the other way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's what I was thinking too. You know, I've seen it before. <clears throat> I remember it getting low, never this low, but like I do remember it getting low, but the, the white market, um, the legal market distributors that are doing the burner distro thing are what's tanking the prices on the black market because all the strains that people want are kind of out there and the same being hella produced and like in a in a giant facility when you're at scale you know it's cheaper for you to grow it so you can still make money selling it at a thousand bucks or you know 800 to 1200 bucks you know 
Um, especially if you don't have to package it or any of that shit. If you're just doing it bulk, like you still make money. It might not be as much as you would like, but uh, when you're putting out a thousand pounds a week, like, you know, making a few hundred bucks on each one, that, that adds up, you know? Grown to sell or grown to smoke. Yeah. So one a lot the of other. the people doing that, taking it off and that's what's tanking the market for everyone else. But I mean, people are going to fail and then there's not going to be enough you know so the prices will bounce back that's what happened the first time you know people stopped growing because the cost wasn't there and then you know to me really like the european smokers are what brought back the prices the first time because that whole they wanted Mm -hmm. the cali shit so bad that it became a little more demand of a demand i think the rec market prices will go up especially if uh they open up interstate it's like who all the fucking sweet high-end stores in like new york and they're going to want to export there's going to be great flour over there but there's it's never going to be anything and and the quality might be exactly the same even better but people tourists you know uneducated smokers are going to be like oh that shit's from california like that's what i want and there won't be enough yeah you still go to amsterdam and and spain and go to those clubs and it's like they got the menu and then they got the cali menu you know and it's it's going to be like that everywhere once interstate opens up and and we can fucking transfer shit you know because mm-hmm. it's just like fresh fish you know or whatever like at sushi joints like they go i get we get these delivered every day from japan or whatever you know like the higher end uh sushi joints and it's gonna be the same shit yeah we fly these in on a private jet every morning from california from fucking uh doja pack <laughs> <laughs> you know and they come with a white glove service and shit so yeah uh i mean so what what flavors what do you think the next flavor wave is you got anything that you guys are really oh gee fo- yeah huh gas i said this about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. all my boys are on the gas this year no more sugar Woo-hoo-hoo. but candy has stayed a little bit longer than i had anticipated it uh but i think at the like higher level of it mm-hmm. that's where you see it it's like a trickle down effect like the higher level guys like us and we're like mm-hmm. i'm all if if i have a choice between some candy shit or some og right now i'm going with og because I smoked a lot of the candy shit, you know, what mm-hmm. I haven't smoked lately is some bomb ass fucking OG, you know? And I think most people are pretty much in agreement to that. Like at least all my boys I know see, I'm seeing them like, Oh, we running this OG, running this OG, running this OG. And that's how it works. You know, it's just one, you know, one little idea becomes every, everywhere, you know? And I think OG, like we're going to see a, uh, like, elephant's growth is partly responsible because a lot of people were like damn this elephant's growth's fire um whether it was or not i have no clue i never tried it but um i know that people liked it you know he's setting the standard for quality og like fire and then originally shout out kushko og yeah kushko og homies you know and what are the uh what are the next few states you guys are going into uh, we opened Florida. We planted Florida like in June. So the first drop of Florida is like mid October. Being uh, 130 stores, True Leaf stores. Uh, we grow our own over there. just the same as, you know, we do in any state. That's why our state to state's a little slower because we acquire our own, uh, grow, and we, you know, either lease a license or through, we had to do some weird shit in Florida because they, uh, have like a vertically integrated only so you mm-hmm. have they have to grow it, it or not they but if you grow weed you have to have a storefront to sell it at you know so we're like under their license we send our growers and shit there um from cali and 
coming out. We hired some people too from Florida. It's coming out really nice, like going to be super good. But yeah, all over the state, which, you know, it would have been nice to get our own licensor, but it's like 50 million bucks for a license. Like nothing, you don't get anything else, just the paper that says you can do this, which is already way out of our price range. But then you have to build and you have to have, like how many stores could you possibly build? Like for us to be worth it and to like spend our time in a new state, like you got to make a certain amount of money back. And like having one, two, three, four, five stores, like that doesn't really, because there's a daily or there's a monthly allotment there, you can only buy like um, a few ounces, I think. Um, I can't exactly remember how yeah, many. A month. It's yeah. Medical. Yeah. Yeah. You can only buy a few ounces a month. Um, and there's only like 900,000 medical patients there. Their market isn't big enough to have like. People are still t- t- getting turned on to it. And I think yeah. the Cali brands is going to be the big push that Me it too. needed. I agree. Because before it's like no name the ba- most basic of basic strain and it's just coming in you know even the packaging is a little challenging oh, yeah, you guys the packaging have, sucks you know but still there's like there was nothing to base it off of and now it's like you know shout out to preferred dave because we saw some of his shit yeah it's good in the flowery and i was like i was blown away i was yeah, like they're damn killing, man they're and that was their it. first run that was uh yeah they the packaging man it has to be white and you can only have black lettering on it that's uh, uh, sans serif. So that means like the letters can't have feet, which is stupid. Um, and then like you can't use a bunch of the names. Like, I don't even know how cookies is like gotten approval to be there because like we, if we put cookies as a name, there's no way they would have allowed us to use that. Or how MedMen has color in theirs. Or I yeah. think it has to do with uh, how much money do you have invested into Florida? That's probably right. Yeah. Just to be dead honest. They kicked a bunch of our names back uh, at first and then we resubmitted and they're like, oh, it's okay. So um, we're going to be able to use our names, but still tough so yeah just white packaging black lettering like that's it no logos you can't put your logo on it um and that's pretty much the most challenging thing other than that it's been like not so not so difficult um but it sucks to not be able to use your branding you know that's like what we've been doing building hopefully it'll open up and develop it might yeah i think it might I guess there's like a couple guys coming in that might be way more leaning on weed or trying to win that are like projected to win. You know, I forget what it is like district attorney or state something. Um, but Ron yeah, DeSantis. Florida's killing it. They got seven ten labs, which is looking pretty good over there. Flowery mm-hmm. has seven ten runs and preferred, and they do like a direct consumer. So that's pretty cool. Boys too. Backpack boys, yeah, that's right. Um, and then. Cookies opens up like the middle of August, but I don't think Cookies has ever grown their own weed. So like, who knows? No, they got lights up. They do. Uh, yeah, they're growing their own in Florida. Yeah, but their this own. Is, this too, is the first yeah. time though. Yeah, they we'll got see. AK out there running head of cultivation out of Smokers LA. Oh, they do. Yeah, He's good. So they got experienced so guys. They, yeah, they, they got, they got, they got, they got team him. over there for sure. Because he, I've been talking to him and shit, and they're doing it in like, like kind of close to where I grew up. So oh, it's really? like we just talk about that area. And that's fire, like man. That. That's cool that they got some good guys to go out there and fucking Yeah, seems seems to grow be real good weed. It's cool because like 
the medical market in Florida is going to be able to get some good, good indoor flower now that are like, that's like relevant strains. Like they're going to be smoking like people in Cali soon. Oh, for sure. Between all, I mean, the big brands are there. You got Jungle yeah. Boys, Preferred, 710, Us. Yeah, you cookies. can't leave Jungle Boys out. They're rolling out a bunch of stores. Yeah, yeah, they popping. they have a bunch of stores, and their quality out there is nice, man. My boy uh, John is actually running that space out there. So shout out to John. It's cool to see it come together so quickly because for a while it was just like, I guess you'd see a store here and there kind of popping up, you know, nothing too crazy. But now it's like you go around and there's options. So yeah, it's like I mean, cool to see that. Yeah, not many, not a ton, but. And there's enough. coming more all there the enough. time. There's too. enough. Yeah. Jungle Boy is going to have a bunch of stories I read. Yeah, absolutely. So there'll be some yeah, cool yeah, establishments dude, Jungle Boys, man. I fucking I love those guys. Ivan's a good guy. You have a ton of different strains on the market. One question is, if I'm a experienced Alien Labs user, what strain am I grabbing? Ooh, uh, probably like Area 41 or Xeno. And if I've never had Alien Labs ever in my life and I, I come into California and I was like, all right. What's the first thing I should try from them? Uh, probably those two, but Bisconte too. <laughs> like Bisconte is going crazy. Like people love that strain. I don't love lemon as much as like the other stuff, but like I even recognize how good it is. You know, mm-hmm. Bisconte is just a really good one. Yeah, it's one of our favorite smokes. I know we've had it a few times and like, and the Y2K is nice. Like it's powerful, man. It's just like, a, you know, Indica or uh, Purple's always used to like when Indica, somebody wanted an Indica, they'd be like, oh, you get GDP or you get Purple Oracle, Purple Elephant, you know? <laughs> um, and that's really what that is. That shit's potent, man. It's some night night sleepy time weed. Yeah. I love a good sleepy time weed. Me too, man. I've been <laughs> fucking with CBN gummies. Okay. Yeah, they put you to bed, dude. Like you wake up in the morning, like, oh, you're groggy. I'm trying to figure out the first. Actually, I haven't even been taking the. I just started taking the gummies, but CAD gave me a tincture that was CBN and THC, eight milligrams of each per vial, uh, per dripper. And uh, I've been taking them before I go to bed, and I just sleep like a rock, dude. Mm-hmm. Just out, which is nice. I can never sleep. I'm not a good sleeper. I'm just a really light sleeper and any sounds wake me up and that's been good. Very good. Are there any other plants besides cannabis that you like, you know, that you interest you at all? Mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool. Is that a plant? Yeah, for sure. A fungus? Fungus. There we go. Yeah. Mushrooms, man. I love mushrooms. I use them all the time. Uh, my boy, uh, Mike, Big Mike Jacks on Instagram, he gave me a cactus. That's pretty cool. Um, but I haven't, I was like, okay, I was like in LA and he gave me a cactus and it was sick, but I was like, listen, you're going to have to bring this home for me. <laughs> so he's supposed to come over and, uh, drop it off, but it was a really cool cactus. Um, it was like, he just sent me a picture of it and he was like, it's fucking blooming it has a huge flower on it. I think all, f- like all plants are cool though, man. Yeah. You know, there's a plant lady, all these plants in here are living. Oh and, really? uh, yeah. Wow. And she takes care of them. This one is like, damn, I haven't. Yeah, this is a living plant, bro. They're all over. They're everywhere in here. You guys don't no even. Way. Yeah, they're all living. Super. Oh, cool, maybe that man. one isn't. Is Dude, that this not? This is fake, bro. It is. This is real. You sure? I think, dude. It's 50-50. Dude. <laughs> like I'm in the we'll matrix right now. <laughs> Looking we'll at a bunch a of pool, fake but plants. Anyway, she comes in here at least and waters some plants, so some of them are fucking real. In yeah, here. Dude, if she's been watering these, make sure you guys <laughs> get your not- money back. <laughs> 
she's high, dude. Oh, she's in here high. She's that's never smoked awesome. before. She comes she's in here and gets a little contact out. high. Oh, she's like, I'm plastics, bro. I think she swapped them out. And she's yeah, like, these she stoners have. will never even notice. That could be true. <laughs> she quit showing up a he long time ago. The plants look great, man. They really healthy living plants. Super healthy. Just direct deposit that check, please. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to the plant lady. Favorite smoke spot. Damn, the Bay Bridge. Okay. I, every time that I go dope. across the Bay Bridge, bro, that I light one up. Mm-hmm. That's just my ritual, man. It's big, man. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. It's like seven. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's seven miles. Crazy. Could be wrong. It's like a bigger than life like monument or like. Yeah. You know. Every time I go to the Bay Bridge, I'm like, all right, roll up. Even if I'm like not smoking weed or flowers like at the moment, like, or I'm just, I brought my puff going. I'm just dabbing on the trip because it's easier. I'm still like, roll up, you know. I always got rolls now, dude. Christian blesses me. I give him the weed. And what is it? You got me. a you got a donut in there? Yeah, you want one? Uh oh. Should have put you to bed. I mean, if bro. anything sparks, well, yeah. we Skittles might have to end it and go to and unrelease. <laughs> we got. I mean, it's only right. We we'll have to wrap it up and uh, save that for the post. Let's move to Patreon. Save that to the post for the post party. Yeah, we'll move to Patreon and the website. We'll we'll cut this and move straight into the website and Patreon. Yeah, so if you guys are keep the cameras rolling, part of that, maybe you get to see what happens after this. Any, yeah. It, it, what, what's what's the website to get the clothing? Uh, AlienLabs.org has a merch thing, but 2069.com is like straight out. to the merch. Yeah, not numbers, letters. Straight spelled to the out. merch. But if you go to AlienLabs.org and hit merch, it'll transfer you to that. Dope. Like keep the website and the thing separate. Different license. There's different uh rules for like cannabis and the clothes. If you're Comes one out of company. processing and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So if you're one company, like you can't, you have to do certain shit, like for the licensing, like you have to put your numbers on the, you have to put your license number on the clothing somewhere visible, all the shit. But for us, like it's two separate companies, so we don't have to do any of that shit. That's dope. There's some game right there, actually. Yeah, Yeah. if you're a licensed company, like, and you plan on doing apparel, your best bet is to... uh, separate those two things have the copyrights even or the uh, trademarks in the clothing license it to the weed bing bong bam <laughs> some game right there big alien at law talk he's probably gonna call me and be like you're fucking wrong bro he's like you put the and in the wrong place bro <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to go at the end of the sentence you're fucking wrong dude <laughs> any uh any shout outs yeah man shout out to all the homies bro killing it right now I've given everyone their props on this. Shout out to Dio about to launch his new shit. Doja, my my boy, you know, fucking Wizard Tree's killing it. Um, Bobby Trill, Trilogy Seven Ten, doing rec drops. I like to see that man I'm trying to get West Coast Alchemy. When he dropped, I called. Uh, I called the West Coast Alchemy. I'm not allowed to say his name. He's private. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, what's up, Bobby? Dropping got you feeling a little like you want to drop too. And he's like, not really. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if you want to, man, let me know. Like, we'll we'll make it happen because I'd love to have the exclusive uh, Alien Labs West Coast Alchemy shit be in the rec market. You know, West Coast Alchemy is still my favorite hash maker and rosin maker. Um, and yeah, man. Um. Obviously, Blueprint, Green Dog, Cad, my 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 real homies, Preferred Gardens, killing it. Um, yeah, that's all I can think of, man. I feel bad if I left people out, but 
yellow brick group. Shout out to my boys. <laughs> Man. Yeah, keep keep up with Alien Labs. So much shit going on between the clothing, between, I mean, collabs. That bag right there is one of the dopest bags I've seen in cannabis. Yeah, I, I liked yours on too, though, on. the uh, Woodland. Yeah, you but you always, you guys take it to such a next level, man. Shout out to you guys for always being yourself. Like, you are authentically you. Your interests, your vibe, what you guys like to do. And it's so important for cannabis companies to, like, be themselves. And you guys, there was never second guessing that. It was always just you guys have been you yeah i appreciate it man that's what we try to do we try to bring something different to this like you know we just try to be what we are you know mm -hmm. we never tried to do anything other than that you know yeah. trying to put out quality at scale and fucking be who we are and be honest and be truthful that's another thing i really love about just how we've created this is like we've always been truthful about the genetics and authenticity and just how we feel man i wear my shit on my sleeve you know mm -hmm. so it's like you can tell I'm never, you know, it is what it is, but I'm not here to sell people shit. You know what I mean? I'm just here to show people shit. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Fucking love it, man. Looking forward to all the exciting things to come for the brand. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming up, too, man. Yo, you already know. Anytime oh, I come to, to SAC, I know I got to check in. Oh, uh, yeah. Check I came, in. Before, hey, I came before for like one day. He was like, man, what, what's going on? Yeah, like, we're, wow, you're, you're in here. SAC, but bro, then you're I went here. to LA and he fucking yeah, fucked it on his me. Ass He's back. like, damn, said, bro, you're in, in LA. LA. Didn't even hit me up. I'm like, fuck. Okay, you got it. I deserved that. Yeah, yeah. I did. I just yeah. said, yeah. I had <laughs> to get to, your ass back. I just got to check LA. in with Alien Labs. You know, when you just can't get with That's everybody. That's so true, bro. Ask anyone, dude. You got to check in, P. Straight that up. Awesome. Straight up. This has been dope as hell, man. Right here at the Alien Labs office, connected office. And, uh, you got it. You guys got a dope thing going, man. Thanks, for real. man. Thanks for keeping it popping. Again, We're looking forward to trying some in Florida. Oh, we'll yeah. Have to Florida rendezvous packs. over there. And keep keep the vibes alive. For sure. Well, shit, man. You already know. Smoking. So, episode 63, Alien Labs. First smoke of the fucking day. Big dog That really Ted. was my first smoke of the day. Come on, man. Ooh, won't be the last. Let's go. Appreciate you guys. Hell yeah. We're out. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine. The DiamondMine.LA, California source for boutique genetics. Powered by yours truly, Blackleaf. And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the diamondmine.la and we're gonna offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter, and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The diamondmine.la, powered by Blackleaf. A calling all breeders and growers to the world's largest online seed bank, NeptuneSeedBank.com. Check out this. I got goodies from all the best breeders in the market. To go here and change your game in your garden, go to NeptuneSeedBank.com. You can get Blackleaf and you can get all the best breeders in the game. NeptuneSeedBank.com. First smoke of the day sent you.